The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Aston Martin announcing their brand new prototype, the Valkyrie hypercar, is going to be competing against Le Mans. We're all excited about this. We know what we can see on the, uh, the Formula One stage. Now we're going to take it to endurance racing as well. Uh, the company's executive chairman is, of course, Lawrence Stroll. He joins us now from the company's new campus at Silverstone. Lawrence, great to see you. Thank you very much indeed for taking the time to join us here at Bloomberg. We've just been discussing what is happening with luxury spending more broadly. Watch prices are coming down. Luxury stocks like LVMH are coming under pressure. There's a concern that maybe spending is going to slow down. Is that also going to be true in your market, in the upper end of the car market? Well, we're in a very fortunate position. We don't feel that at all. Our order books have never been stronger. We're starting with our DBX, our SUV. You know, in a couple of years since we launched it, it's taken 20% market share of high-performance luxury SUVs. And most recently, we've announced that we're rolling out our next-generation front-engine sports cars. We launched our DB12 in the south of France in May before the Monaco Grand Prix, and the order book's never been stronger, the strongest order book Aston Martin's ever had. So I think as long as you have the right product, the demand is 100% there. And again, we're feeling great upside, if anything, at all. Now, fair enough. I mean, I would bet you that LVMH would probably say they have the right product, too. So I wonder if you were to look at any cracks, where do you think they would emerge first, Lawrence? Again, uh, we're not feeling any. I think a lot of it does have to do, when you're in the car business, that you roll out all new launches of all new products after coming off of seven-year-old products, which still sold out in our dealerships. Mm. So again, we're not feeling any, any cracks whatsoever. Yep. Lawrence, you've recently raised money. You're investing more into the business. You've got Geely on board. You've got Mercedes on board. You've got technology coming, therefore, from those businesses as well. We're seeing turbulence in financial markets. Raising money is going to get harder and harder, it looks like, from here. Do you have the money you need right now? And do you have the technology you need right now to compete with brands like Ferrari? We most certainly do. Uh, we, we, our last capital raise was money was raised to pay down our mezzanine debt, which we're going to do very shortly. Otherwise, the company is fully funded and don't, we, we don't require any further funding whatsoever. Um, and as far as technology is concerned, as we launch all of our new products, we're bringing out all of our new technology. So if you look at our DB12, which we just launched, which is our first of our next generation front engine sports cars, it's the highest technology of any GT, we're calling it a su super tour, of any Gran Turismo car on the market. Better vehicle driving dynamics, more horsepower, the highest technology in the interior in terms of HDMI, infotainment. So yes, we are perfectly, I think, ahead of the competition in terms of our technology as well as our performance. So that car behind you, that's a Valkyrie, right? And it's going to be in Le Mans. Co correct. What do you get by being in Le Mans? <laughs> yes. what's, what, what, what's the deal for you? 
Well, it's a hugely commercial beneficial event for the company. One, you, you, you have millions of viewers around the globe watching these cars, not only in Le Mans, but it's also in America, at IMSA, at Daytona, at Sebring, at very historic tracks around the world. This is our customer base. You know, we sell these cars at a, at a, at a substantial profit. It's great marketing to see us go around to Le Mans, go around to Sebring, go around to Daytona. You have millions and millions of viewers. It's extremely aspirational and has a trickle-down effect over the whole brand, the halo effect. Does th it's, it's a different market, therefore, by the sounds of things, Lawrence, to, to F1. How, how are you seeing the F1 story yes. developing from here and what benefit do you see coming from that over the next few seasons? The, the, the number of teams looks like it's going to be increasing. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? What do you see the opportunity in Formula One is? Kind of just, give, just give us a sense of how you think that brand is going to develop for you as we see maybe more teams coming in. Uh, Formula One has truly transformed Aston Martin. It's introduced us to a much younger customer base. We have data showing 50% of the consumers today buying our product were not Aston Martin customers before seeing us in Formula One. So it's it transformed us at the highest echelon of technology in automotive, at the highest luxury in automotive, which is very much our client base. Uh, so Formula One has really been transformative for us as a marketing tool. Also, again, we, we are bringing performance to Aston Martin, technology yeah. performance. There's no better performance, no greater performance than, than Formula One. So for us, yeah. it's just but been does, absolutely Lawrence, fantastic. That, and our largest market, affect, our largest market being America, get, you know, with now three races yeah. being held there. Does that effect now get diluted, though? More teams come in. Andretti comes in. You, you, you've seen the effect I, I don't, I and don't, the dramatic I, effect I, that I, it's I, had on your business. Yeah, but by the way, Andretti has been approved by the FIA, which is one of two of the bodies that have to approve their entry. The second is FOM, who has not approved their entry. So Andretti is far from entering Formula One. But if he does, same kind of question. Are, are, are you worried there's going to be too many cooks in that F1 kitchen? I think that F1's in a great place with 10 teams, and I have a very strong suspicion it will remain 10 teams. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. interesting. Lawrence, you're at the new campus. How big an advantage does it give you? Oh, it's, 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 uh, it's enormous. It's, it's, it's over half a million square feet, over three buildings. Uh, we, we, we moved in May into building number one. Uh, building number three is a new wind tunnel, which we will have online next September. Um, that again, transformative for a Formula One team to, to have the latest and greatest wind tunnel, last wind tunnel built in Formula One was in 2004. I think you can imagine how technology has moved on in the last 20 years. So it's, uh, it's, it's a game changer. There is no other facility like this in Formula One. And it's, uh, again, for us, it's, it's totally a game changer. All right, Lawrence. Lawrence Stroll of Aston Martin. We totally appreciate it. A beautiful car. Good luck. We appreciate your time today. Thank you. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, 
influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.